I'm a white devil's advocate. You back with Anthropopagy. Shout out to all the friends, followers, tweeters, and algorithm beaters. We up here talking about blinded by the likes, how social media is taking over, and how we allowing that shit to happen. You are here with Lou Money, the Silk Man, Else Doso, your silkiness, Blaze Silkwood. And I got my compadres out there in the D. Say what up, though? Bell Furious, never spurious. <laughs> what's up man Vail Furious man you know what I mean the loose cannon you know what I mean natural is a stand-up vegan is the diet what up though you got man Louis Newton never refuting always disputing <laughs> is, that, is that gonna be the thing now <laughs> you just gonna do it and rob all right, I bet that's you bullhorn ass nigga. But yeah, you got Louis Newton, the people's champ, aka Luke Cage, power man with the iron fist, aka the RZA of the podcast, Lupin the Blur. Y'all already know what it is. That East Side dude, Lou, here representing the East Side of Detroit. Go ahead, baby, put your shades on. East Side, East Side. Oh, Roxbury for life, though. 100. You know what I mean? 100. Even so, down here in H. I guess it's the east side, ain't it? Yeah, all right, man. Look. <laughs> Your rap career ain't take off for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. And 40-year-olds um, rap. Yeah, so before we get, get into the social media <laughs> thing, right, we, uh, we all saw that movie, Us. Lou, you told me I had to see it. You said it was great. And I, I was interested in it, but it, I, I didn't know what it, I went in blind. Like, I'm going to let you start since it, you, you, had, you seem to be the highest on it. What do you think? All right. So as we're talking about social media, one of the things that always drives opinion and, and, and forethought is what people are saying about movies, whether it's through Instagram, Twitter, or just your newsfeed. So a lot of buzz was around us through Get Out. That was a you know great great movie. Many layers. People are still talking about it today. Um, uh, Jordan Peele was able to leverage that height, leverage that success, and came out with us. It was a great movie. I mean, it was a great movie. It also I saw a news news story that it has the highest box office weekend of any original film, any original horror film ever. So yeah. big ups to Jordan Peele on that. Yeah. Um, I liked it, man. It, it, I felt like it ran a little long. Um, I I like the idea that it's a piece of art that you know it's left to a lot of different interpretations. I didn't have you know it left a lot of answers to be left a lot of questions to be answered. I did felt it ran a little bit long, but it might have just been because I had saw it you know the first night it came out right after you know going you know leaving work and stuff. Okay. Um, I I would have. I expected, you know, more racial overtones and stuff. It wasn't as much of that in there. I felt a little, a couple of things were a little cheesy. Um, but, you know, overall, I think it's something that I want to go see again um, to fully take it in. Um, but the reviews have been outstanding, man. Like, I mean, I, 
you know, I'm a I'm a big proponent of the Economist and reading their their um their reviews when they talk about movies and stuff. And it's rare that they point out movies and then what they said about this movie was very, very complimentary. They said it was better than Get Out, and it and of it, course it, they did. Of course, the Economist would say that. But go ahead. <laughs> it definitely was. So the the headline is may even be better than Get Out. Um, Fuck out of here. Definitely. All right, the film's deeper concerns are unclear, but the title's double meaning us and U.S. is confirmed when Adelaide asks the invaders who they are. We are Americans. I don't know. Fuck that, man. Let's just take that part out. (laughs) Yeah, because that's trash. Because that amounted to nothing. Yeah, this is trash. Well, what did you think? (laughs) Uh, Are we doing spoilers? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Yeah, let's not go into... Spoilers, because this is coming out. The um, you know what? No, this probably ain't gonna get released till next week anyway. So uh, I add in like at the end, we we are gonna be talking spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, blah blah blah. All right, you, you can go ahead and talk spoilers. All right, man. Let me just start by saying, you know, what I mean, this shit was like. <laughs> I don't want to get too caught up in the moment and be a prisoner of the moment and say it's the greatest movie ever, but uh, <laughs> it was definitely it's definitely up there, man. It might be the best movie that comes out this year. Uh, you know what I mean? And allow me to explain why. All right. Now a lot of people are gonna have different interpretations, but um, you know what I mean. Um, number one flaw in the movie, I would say. Uh, was Jordan Peele picking uh, the guy, whoever the father was, the guy who played the father? His acting wasn't that good. I like. He was him. just a little bit. I liked him too, but he was just a little bit corny. But I expect corny with Jordan Peele because he's corny. You know what I mean? You know, so I think that that was the he was supposed to be that though. Like he, he yeah. was supposed to be corny. Like that was yeah. the, the role. You know that was yeah. a, from uh, you yeah, know but, that uh, killed uh, that was a nigga from uh, Black Panther. Oh, that was in Baku? Baku, whatever. Oh, shit. I yeah. didn't know. That, that nigga remind me of uh, mm. Michael. What, what's oh, the man off of um, his and hers? Michael Mike, Smith? Michael uh, Smith? Yeah, yeah. I know you're talking yeah, about yeah. you. Yeah, he, he reminded me of him. But go ahead, man. My bad. Anyway, man, let me tell y'all what this movie was uh, subliminally conveying, right? Now, you got to be familiar with, with, uh, with Bible history a little bit, right? Okay. So. If you watch the movie, right? Now, first, they got the people. The people show up and the people look exactly like them, right? Now, at, uh, from surface level, if you're looking at it from a surface level, you will watch the movie and you think like, oh, this is just talking about cloning and how the government be cloning shit on the low and blah, blah, blah. Maybe the clones are going to rebel and, and have some type of apocalyptic effect eventually, but... That's all bullshit, right? And then, like, some people might even look at it like, you know, they were saying Gucci Mane was a clone. And, you know, I heard Eminem is a clone and all types of bullshit like that. Now, whether that's true or not, I'm not here to dispute that. You know what I mean? But I, I, don't, I don't really get into all that. But basically, the movie, the movie's about Esau and Jacob, right? You say it's about Esau. When you get to... <laughs> it's about Esau and Jacob, right? Okay. Now, if you're familiar, if you're familiar with the Bible's... With Bi- I am with the not, Bible. so you're gonna have to explain. <laughs> I'm gonna explain it to you. They were right. twins, though, man. One was hairy, and then the other one. But then he, oh yeah. But go ahead, go ahead, go they ahead. Were My bad. They were twins. They weren't identical. They weren't unidentical twins, but they were twins. So Isaac gets uh, his wife Rebecca pregnant, and she's pregnant with twins, right? Mm-hmm. 
but they don't look alike, right? So, well, you know, one one looks one's red and hairy, and the other one they don't explain how he looks because it's assumed that he looks like how everybody else looks, right? So, <laughs> you got the twins in the womb, right? Then, as they become older, Esau is the firstborn, right? So Esau is given the birthright, and eventually, when he's older and Isaac's about to pass, he's giving him the blessing. Right, that's the plan anyway. Mm-hmm. Esau eventually trades his birthright for a bowl of stew. So Jacob ends up getting the birthright. And then when it's time for Esau to get his blessing, Jacob pretends to be Esau because his father's blind. <laughs> right. right. So he can just feel and hear. And he steals the blessing as well, right? Yep. And Esau gets angry and he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Right. <laughs> he basically turns his life. Now the mo- the mother who helped Jacob steal the blessing. Right, says, go away to my father. I was this, that, and the third. So Jacob listens, where he ends up getting two wives and starting to having a whole bunch of kids eventually. Now, when he's leaving the house, the, when he's leaving his uncle's house, where he was hiding out at, basically, the whole time he's afraid of Esau coming back because he know what he did to his brother. Bro, this right? sounds like such a better movie than what I watched. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to show you the correlation, though. I'm about to show you the correlation. You gotta follow me, though. Right? So, when so uh, Jacob does the coward thing. He got like all his kids in the front and the maid servants in the front, then his wives. Then he got himself in the back. That way, if Esau attacked, he'd get the kids and the wives and the servants right, first. Right. And Jacob would be able to get the fuck on. But Jacob is scared this whole entire time. And then eventually he comes to Esau. And Esau's like, Look, I don't forgive you for that. It's all good. And they go, they make their peace and go their separate ways. Right. Now, how that correlates to the movie is if you were paying attention at the end, Right now, she tells a story about how she went to the mirrors and she seen a girl who looked just like her. Right. Come to find out, it was the clone version, so called, right? Mm. Who switched with the real girl. So it was this is the, the it's really the real girl leading the clones, exactly. right? To to take her revenge. That's what that's what happens in the movie. So that's the same thing with Jacob and Esau. She basically stole her life in the movie the same way Jacob stole Esau's life. Yeah, I can see the correlation. But yeah, the, Bible, right? the, the the problem yeah. is this movie did a shittier version of that story. No, I, uh, I made this post. I, I said uh, us was so up his own ass. He was teasing that get out level symbolism, but don't expect it to pay off. You're definitely leaving with blue balls. He uh. set so much shit up and most of it just fell away like Let's say the We Are America shit when the girl had a T-shirt where everybody was holding hands around the country or whatever. So they had the clones doing that. But why? For what? Like what? They they were just standing there, standing still. Like What the fuck? Another thing I didn't understand. When they first went down to the upside down or whatever the fuck you want to call it, the people were mimicking what their shadows were or the people they were tethered to up above so they're linked to them or how though is it mentally is it like a psychic link how much agency do they have if they're forced to punch the walls when the guy upstairs is doing the whack-a-mole or if you're feeding me something you got to be feeding me some shit down there like how do you got time to plan this rebellion when they're doing that, like it, it, the rules just aren't set up. I can buy in anything like I can buy into your world, but your world has to establish the rules. And he failed to do that. See, this is where I disagree, because 
you know, you have to look at it the right way. Now, I used to screenwrite, right? Now, you're talking to a guy who went to school for telecommunications. So you should know that. I, I wrote some, I wrote uh, quite, a, I wrote like three full screenplays, whatever. I wrote like some little sitcom shit. None of this okay. shit took off. But that's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> right. right. So, like, I understand from a writer's perspective. So, like, Sometimes you just got to throw shit in there. No, man. That's why your shit bro. didn't take off. No, 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 no. My shit is exactly like these things. I understand <laughs> it. So I'm, not saying, I'm not saying you just throw shit in there just to do it. I'm saying, like, you have to throw shit in there to go with whatever, like, you're trying to make people. Because when you got a suspense or a mystery, you don't want it to be obvious, right? So, like, he's doing, he's telling the Bible story. But he's gotta he's gotta like hide it with the cloning thing. You see what I'm saying? So I get that, but what what was uh Jacob's motivation? What was Jacob's motivation? What's about to steal the blessing? Yeah, blessing. Mama just put him yeah. up to it. It was never his idea. His mama was just okay, like, look, but, but okay, the motivation was to he had something he was trying to get. What the fuck are the clones trying to do? What are yeah. they trying to accomplish? Clones. That's exactly my point. The clones didn't have anything. This is really just the girl. This is the clone, and then it's the girl. It's the real girl, and it's the clone. That's who it's really about, right? No, no, so, I like, mean, what are the the real girl who's leading the clones? They said they've been planning this rebellion. To what end? What's their goal? To right. to say be on the the earth surface. I mean, I I would have bought it more if. You only kill who your clone is. Exactly. And but take their it, place. Right. When it went to, they went, I, I got when the, the white people got killed by their clones. Okay. But then when they went over there for refuge, why didn't they just pretend to be exactly the normal white people? Instead, they wanted to kill uh, the black they, family. They, they wanted to it, kill everybody. That's why it makes more sense. No, that's it, why it makes more sense. Yes, it do. Because look, the problem is y'all still looking at it as a clone movie. No, I just no, told I'm you not, it's I'm, not no, a clone. Wait, wait, take all that out. I'm saying the, the clones are supposed to be the antagonists. What's no, the antagonist? The clones are Israel or Jacob. Bro, bro hold on, hold on. Just, the, wait, the, stop, so stop. Let me just get this out. But let, let me just get this out. Whatever you want to call them, the clones, what are they trying to accomplish? I'm trying. If you let me finish my interpretation, it will make more sense if you can follow. That's why I'm saying you got to follow the Bible story. If you watch the Bro, movie, it's not going right, to make well, hold sense. On. No, I shouldn't have to read the Bible to understand the movie. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Okay, the reason, you don't have to read the Bible to understand the movie if you listen to me. You know what, <laughs> no, saying? But what, what I'm saying? That's a problem with a movie if I got to go to church to make it make sense. As a director and a writer, I have to go to I church. should be a big criticism for the Marvel movies, and it's not even true, but they'll say, Oh well, they're not standalone pictures. They're a movie that's setting up another movie, so you don't get a full story. We're not getting a full story if I gotta come in with a full knowledge of a fucking Bible. <laughs> like that, I, I, have no I should be able to go in and get a, a set up a, a first, second, and third act, and it should be a, a, a conclusive thing. It's not. It's, it's shit missing. That's. To that point, man, I want to say I feel that's by design. You want to leave things open to interpretation. You want to create this platform for think pieces and people to overanalyze and study this thing and to make it something that has legs to the point where Oscar season comes around, it's nominated, and people are having all these theories and interpretations. 
not supposed to be straightforward. So I, I get the element of it. The, the difference is with Get Out, he made a complete movie and it wasn't shit missing. It was a complete movie, but it was still not- open to interpretations of the symbolism that different shit represented. With this, it's not a complete movie. And the the movie, the yeah. interpretations are to fill in the plot holes. Let me let me say this, man. I, I'm, I know I'm not the biggest horror movie sequel type of guy, but I feel like that approach is leaving it open for sequels, for uh, TV shows, for all these different things to come after this to make this something that has more legs than just one two-hour movie. Am I wrong in that? I, I don't see it. I see this like as a standalone, like, I'm just throwing what's, it out there. Like, I, Louis, I would be question, very man? surprised if anything else came from it. It, it, it kind of seemed rushed. The other thing, it had legs. Like I said, I was entertained the whole way through. I was entertained, but that doesn't make it a good movie just because I enjoy it. Like, I, I can still look at it critically. And the acting, like you said, you didn't care for uh, M'Baku or whatever his real name is, but... I, I did. I thought he played that role to perfection. Like he, he was the nerdy, corny dad joke. He was basically Jordan Peele. Like when the people come out, he try and put his black voice on and get tough, like the deep voice and shit. But then you got fucking Lapita who murdered it, murdered it. Like I wasn't sure about that choice for the voice when I first heard it, but it made sense. Like so, and and the kids were phenomenal too. And they, they even had the uh, old girl from The Handmaiden's Tale, uh, the white girl, who I don't particularly care for in most things, but she killed it. So I think that's another thing that kind of propped up this well-directed, well-acted, but kind of rushed writing-wise to get out. Like, that's, that, that's what it feels. It feels like get out. He spent... 15 years perfecting like to the that's how always detail. man he struggled with, with uh get out yeah it's like oh let me reproduce that that's hence sophomore jinx and that that's what this feels like still not it's not um it's not unenjoyable I, I would not recommend it go see it check it out for yourself but oh, yeah, for sure, I, I can't man. say it was good like I, if, if i was rating it I was, one to five i would say I three right. and a half Y'all gotta rewatch the movie, man. If you pay attention, everything was linked up from the get go. Like, yeah, even some opening sequence with the reference it. and all that. Yeah, with the opening sequence when they um uh, it was a part where where the sun first when they first get to the vacation house, right? Mm-hmm. And the sun goes missing. Like Lapita's character has like a little. She looks crazy in the face when she goes down the basement. She had a moment where she kind of like psyched out, and her eyes got big, and she looked kind of crazy. And then the part where she forgot the keys when they went to the friend's house right. and the little twin girl got up and she had to kill her. And when the son came in and seen her, like she was breathing like them and she, right. he was kind of like, oh, what the hell's going on here? Like, nah, I mean, he was a little bit shocked by that. Right. So yeah. like everything added up. And if you listen, you got to listen to it because like, especially when the so-called clone who's really the real girl is talking, like she said something about the clones being soulless. Right. So like they're all just following her lead. And then right. they don't really have an objective. Her objective, she's representing, like like I said, if you're familiar with the Bible story, she's representing Jacob, right? And who's just trying to get his life back. She's just trying to get her life back. So they're following whatever she wants them to do because she's the one who had her life taken from her. They're just clones. Okay. They, don't, they don't really have purpose. So, yeah, all of them are after this particular family 
because that's her family. She wants no, they, her. They family. weren't after that. They were killing everybody. They well, were yeah, because just... okay, no, I mean yeah. they were. I mean, yeah, they were. They were because they kind of just like you know. What I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of you have to stay within the grips of the horror film. You know what I mean? And make it like exactly. you, know you gotta I mean? follow your be, own rules. But they did never set the rule. So, all right, this is when I realized exactly what was going on. It was earlier in the movie when the uh, I Got Five on it came on, and she was snapping, like, getting rhythm. Offbeat as hell. And I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, she's definitely a clone. And I, then, But the whole rest of the family was going along with it. I'm like, shit, are they all clones? Did she switch, swap out the uh, family and go get the clones and raise them? Like, like that's what... Nothing ever really came of that, except you could say, well, maybe with the dancing, because um, uh, her clone was an excellent dancer. Like, she was moving around like she was all nimble and shit. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe they're trying to say something with that. Like, maybe um, the the clones are really the best versions of the people who are out there living their lives chained to this bullshit, like, because she was chained up. I'm thinking that nothing ever came of it. I'm looking at the boy with the lighter and that was kind of the same motion as the, the she snap. was doing when she was snapping. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, okay, are they going somewhere with that? Then I seen the boy's face who the clone, his the son's clone's face was all burnt up. I'm like, okay, is he snapping or trying to light his little trick? But he's down there. He actually did the shit and burnt up his face. Like, is, is, is something going to happen with that? Nothing happened with that. Like, it, it was just so much shit that, how did his face get burned? Like, what, what, what happened? It, it was, it, oh, and then the, the, uh, the daughter, like, she, the old girl was a much better runner. Like, than her counterpart, the real girl, like, the real girl was like, uh, I don't want to run track no more, blah, blah, blah. And then the clone, oh, she made the game. Yeah, go ahead and run. Gave her a three block, four head start, then hawked her ass. But nothing ever came of it. Like it, it's you. You didn't tie anything up. You just threw it out there and get out. Stuff came back. Like oh, okay, this makes sense because of something else that happened in the movie, not because of some fucking book that did a the fucking imaginary story better than you. Like you, you taking an imaginary story, adapting it, and doing the shit of your job. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> everything's wrong with your your idea like you're one of those people i remember when we used to when i was in film class and we used to do like little short films and shit like that there was always somebody like you who was worried about some shit that had nothing to do with the main story and that's what you're focusing on too much you're focusing too much on oh the girl around field or, oh look his face burnt up like you gotta understand these clones are retarded they're like they're fucked up copies right it's kind of like it's kind of like genetics right Right. Let's take the original man and woman, right? Now right. DNA never, DNA never. I don't want to get too smart here, but I got to to make it just make sense for you, man. <sighs> DNA never gains new information, right? It either stays the same or it gets worse. So if I have a child like me, my complexion, right? And if I have a child and he's lighter than me, that means he lost some DNA, <laughs> right? And then he has a child. That's the facts, bro. If he has a child and he has, you know, and they, and they keep like getting more recessive, DNA just keeps getting more recessive and recessive, recessive instead of the dominant genes, it gets fucked up. So it's the so same thing. What you're trying on. to say is white people are monkeys. But look, we got to wrap this up, bro. So, um, Man, up, bro. you can't expect to be too smart. Of course, they're going to be 
inferior in some in some parts, and then they're gonna be superior in some parts because you know what I mean. They just you know what I mean. And they said that in the movie. She said they don't have souls. The problem with the clones is they don't have souls. No, they they said they share a soul. Not they don't have souls. They share a soul. And that right. your whole theory but, falls apart when you go to the main character who can talk. And the what I got was well, they she are had to people. Learn they're the that. same. They Wait, hold on. Like what? What I got was they're the same people. It's just they're put in a different environment. They don't talk because they don't. They've been down there in the dark. It drove them crazy. You bring them up here. If you wait, let me let me get this off, and then we are gonna get off. And then you bring them up here. If you take that child out of there and bring them up here and raise them up here, took her a minute. She learned how to talk and live a fulfilled life, just like any anybody, any other of those clones could have done. But it didn't happen like that. Like so. Yeah, but all right. So let's get into some more social media hijinks. Um, are y'all familiar with that Snapchat murder? Y'all got that? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So basically, the story is, and this just goes to show how social media is dumbing us down. We're it's connecting us, but it's blinding us at the same time like it's this particular story where this girl what you know what lou if you got it up you you go ahead and take this so it was a uh they were all three army uh they were all in the army they're all stationed in south well they were uh stationed in georgia but they went to south korea um she was married to this guy had a one-year-old child but didn't want to get a divorce because she wouldn't have got any life insurance money so instead, her and her new lover decided to plot to kill her husband. Um, but they did this over Snapchat, thinking that <laughs> the Snapchat messages, being that they were, you know, you read them and then they go away, that this is not traceable by the police. Not understand <laughs> that just because we only see it for one second doesn't mean that it's not still in some server in Silicon Valley. If I delete that shit, what? it's gone from the earth. <laughs> you might as well be in a black hole. <laughs> nah, it's in some server in in uh, Silicon Valley, and that's why they that's why these kids are walking around making billions of dollars because they found a way for us to sit up here and willfully communicate, give out information, and think it's a good feature that we can only see the information for a high second, but the information is stored somewhere else forever and can be used against us at any point in time. And don't iPhones have like a shit where you can send a message and it deletes automatically? Uh, I'm not aware of that. No. I just got back on it. Oh, okay. That's an Android question. No, yeah, Androids don't do that. But, uh, oh, but yeah, only a I, I was gonna say, like, people be talking about how, like, the iPhones are so um, much better, yeah, yeah, and so much more yeah. secure and shit. But that, that. that, uh, what what was the thing they were calling that? Um, when all the celebrities' nudes were leaking, right? That that was from Apple. That was an iCloud thing. <laughs> like, was it leaking the, really? Say what? Was it leaking really though? Yeah, no, no. This they they got somebody hacked their iCloud. Like the the shit wasn't even on the phones no more. They deleted it thinking it was gone, but it's in the cloud. Like that shit. Somebody you, you or can't delete the cloud. Somebody so or Steve, somebody or Steve Jobs, rest in peace. 
<laughs> no, I doubt it was Steve Jobs because that ain't doing shit but making his ser- service look like trash. Well, That's uh-huh. why you pay so okay. much because it's because no, it's security. not. No, it's not. Going back to one of our previous episodes, all publicity is good publicity or yeah, bad yeah, yeah, you know what? Like, um, now that you say that, a lot of people who was one of them pervs who was looking at the shit is probably like, oh shit, I, I need an iPhone. I want to see some. Uh, <laughs> Justin Verlander, wife, whatever her name is, nudes. I don't know. Kate Upton. I think. Kate Upton. Yeah, she was on. Like it, it, it was uh, hundreds of people, but yeah. All right, moving on to more social media hijinks and crimes and shit. We going to the swipe goat on, himself. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, go ahead, man. My bad. I'm sorry, man. But before we go there, man, I just want to say something, man, because. This woman killed these women in there. They killed the husband, right? Or they was plotting to kill the husband. They killed they him, right? You guys laughed at that, man, because nobody gives a fuck about men. Now, this is a story about the killing for some children. Everybody was like, oh, it's so sad. Look at this horrible. What's wrong with people today? But when men get killed, people laugh and joke about it. And only sympathize with and nobody's people. laughing at the murders. We're laughing at the absurdity of, of society nowadays that think that. Nothing is that you can delete stuff and it's not still in the ether somewhere. And a whole idea that Snapchat is... You don't even have to post it. If you think that shit is on the internet somewhere. I'm aware of that, but but y'all wouldn't even make a joke about that part if it was a woman or a child. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would. I'm an asshole, though, so like, don't use me. <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting. I didn't Her see state. where... Mm-hmm. They found, you know, how they were able to find it or, I mean, how, you know, how they brought that to evidence that they they had this, um, they had the, uh, they used these messages. I wonder how they pulled that up in court and said on this oh, day, I found out. you sent a, a, a filter picture with dog, with dog ears. <laughs> <laughs> you want to kill your husband or some shit. And then he sent one back with the filter. With a fucking filter for from a city or something. Right, I don't know. The bitmoji with the shovel and shit. Like, let's do right, it. In the article, <laughs> in the article, in the article, it said they had cooperation from a key witness by the name of Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Takashi trying to get out. <laughs> he getting everybody, man. <laughs> Wait, what, what, who, who's the dude on uh, the wire, Randy and shit? Stanley, please don't. Stanley, please don't call my foster mother. I, I'll tell you everything I know about this. I know all about it already. No, but I know some other stuff. Like who, who been thieving from the teacher's lounge, or attacking gym lockers, or Ms. even... Uh, Jeffries, please. Donnelly, this please. is Mrs. Donnelly calling from Tillman Middle. L- listen, I, I, I know... Remember the boy who cut Mr. Fillmore's tires? I know who did that. I know about a murder. <laughs> Y'all want to know about yes. some murders? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> about a murder. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of killers, <laughs> we got uh, th- this whole thing with uh, Jay Prince. Like, that that caught my attention, too. Um, and if y'all are familiar, basically, Jay Prince is... A legend in hip-hop he's the founder of rap a lot who brought you scarface the likes of the ghetto boys um just a legend and uh he isn't a legend in two games the other stuff i'm not gonna get too much into but he's become sort of like a og who kind of mentors 
up and coming rappers, not even necessarily up and coming, like established rappers. He right. has the clout to step in and tell Drake and Pusha T that, hey, this is getting out of hand. Y'all need to chill this shit out. And they respect him. And that's kind of what squashed it. Some would say it was because uh, Pusha T just went too hard on him. And Drake didn't want to respond anyway. But it, Absolutely. he still. Facts. Yeah, but he still had enough clout to step in there and nobody laughed at him. Like, it wasn't just like, man, get your ass. Like, they was like, no, well, you, yeah, you, you respect Jay Prince. So that brings us to this current situation. Um, one of his younger artists was in New York and he was. A YBN. YBN. Uh, YBN, I think, based out of Alabama, but they're signed to rap a lot records. Okay. So one of the YBN dudes was in, what, was he in the Bronx? Yeah, he was in um so they, it, was, like, it was Manhattan or something. Like it was a main strip from Manhattan, but go ahead. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, I'm not sure I'm not sure exactly. Yes. But uh the the main point of the story is like he uh was seen on social media catching an ass whooping, like getting kicked in the face, they uh stole his money, snatched his chain, uh sliced his face up, like he had a bad gash, like they You've seen pictures of him in the hospital afterwards, but um, the people who did it weren't, like, trying to hide it. They were the ones who were actually recording. This wasn't, like, a uh, somebody who ca caught it on camera like a witness. No, no, they were recording it themselves and posted it themselves. And they, they said, oh, ain't that that YBN nigga? And, like, yeah, and then proceeded to kick him in his face. And, get his chain, get his chain. And so... They're doing that to make a name for themselves, and right. that's kind of been a trend in hip-hop, this thing where I'm going to make a name by robbing you who already have a name, and then I'm going to take what I took from you and wear it and flaunt it as it's a trophy and sell it back to you. I don't know what the end goal is, but uh, like it's probably just the, the, the vir virality of it, the clicks, the eyeballs. So Jay Prince comes in and he says, uh, hold on one second. I want right. to actually. So there, there's two posts he put out here. And the, the phenomenon behind this is as we're talking about social media and everybody being blinded by the likes. Um, yes. So we had, you had all the, you had these kids. Yeah. They're cloud chasing. They say, oh, we're going to beat them up. We're going to put it on camera. So hopefully we can still. His clout, his followers, his likes, we can get on. People start listening to our music because their end game was they made a video about stealing his chain and how they more gangster and gully than YBN or whatever. But the 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 part of this story that's most interesting to me is, yeah, you have Jay Prince, who's this legend, who's this OG in the game, like kind of moving sloppy on social media, basically putting out death threats and, and all of this stuff. And so now I'll read it verbatim what he said. Mob ties calls to my street, real street niggas around the world, but especially on the East Coast in the Bronx. There's a clown by the name of Zay and his crew who want to become famous by bragging about robbing rap industry niggas. They recently bragged about robbing the artist YBN Almighty J, who I'm invested in. They've robbed him of his money and jewelry, including a Rap-A-Lot piece. So therefore, they have robbed a piece of me. This is a perfect opportunity to execute our unity where we don't allow moment thinkers to muddy the waters over the movement. With that being said to the homies in the Bronx, 
If any of these clowns or y'all's family or friends speak now so we can get an understanding, to ignore this is a recipe for disaster. Other than that, it's these clowns versus the realest niggas in every hood around the world, and that's the meaning of mob ties. And then he, and then he asks some niggas. He asks Funk Flex, my son, Cardi B, <laughs> Fat Joe, Swiss Swiss uh, Beats, Remy Ma, Corey Guns, Hocus, I don't know what Hocus 45th is, or... He, he a real nigga from the Bronx. <laughs> OUMP1523 and Fred the Godson Music. And pause it real quick. All right, so another part was the, the dude that had that response to him in the Bronx who was making those videos in his car. You represent the 1%. We represent the poor. You just benefit off of us. And you played your hand and you played yourself when you tried to send dudes on a suicide mission against shooters. And the funny part about it is you ain't even send out no bread. Or better yet, send out any send send out any invites to give any of these dudes careers or make them at least do shows because everybody knows who Hocus is. Everybody knows who my son is. Where the show's at? We don't see them on stage. Getting paid on them stages? Nope, not even a little bit. It is what it is, people. So that's my response right there to Jay Prince. It ain't about being tough. He's streets, I'm street. The only difference between the two of me, me and him, is he's rich and I'm not. You from the streets? I'm from the streets. You been to jail? I've been to jail. It ain't about that. It's about uplifting our people. There's a war going on outside. Matter of fact, just ask your little man. He was a casualty of it. All I was asking for, well, where is the stop the violence movement that you have the power to do? There is none. Outside of that, nobody wants to hear about you letting your nuts hang and how tough you is. You ain't no different from the average dude in the street outside of the fact that you rich. We all put it in. All right, so your basic issue with it is him like not using his influence for anything positive. You agreeing with my mans or whatever. No, I'm not agreeing with him. I'm just oh, making okay. a point of what's going on. <laughs> you scary ass. No, no, I am not co-signing. <laughs> all right. So I got a slightly different take on that. Like, I'm looking at it like he's not making death threats or nothing. All right, so he prefaced this with saying it's a code for how shit should be done. They're stepping outside of that code. They're on some fuck shit. And it's real people out here who shouldn't tolerate that shit in their area. Like, and to call that a death threat, you would... All right, I, I want to um, juxtapose that with this Trump thing. Like, so he has a quote where he said, I actually think a lot of people on the right are tougher, but they don't play it tougher. OK, I can tell you I have the support of the police, the support of the military, the support of the bikers for Trump. I have tough people, but they don't play it tough until they go to a certain point, And then it would be very bad, very bad. That's a fucking threat because it's not against people who are committing acts of violence. It's it's against people just who disagree with him. Like he's saying these people, the people who took the chains, they're out here wilding and it shouldn't be accepted. So he's kind of agree with that. My whole point is. With social media, is that the the, the platform you want to use to do this as, as opposed because a lot of the rebuttals around this was like, yo, you could have hit me directly. 
Like even Peter Guns, after he saw that his son was added on this, it's like, how would you feel if I added your son on some shit like this? You have my phone number. You could have just reached out to me directly as opposed to putting this out on social media because like like we're going to get into another story about how feds stalk Instagram pages. If somebody would have ended up dead, yeah. which is that whole term of tocastic terrorism where Trump will put something out there and you have these people that follow him going out there killing people, going out there yeah. shooting up asking stuff because you put that energy out there. So this could have ended a lot better than it, than it did. Thankfully, it didn't. And that's the you whole yeah, you you absolutely right. Like conversion of thought. Converse where I check. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I, I I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, yeah. You 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 you're right. Like because he could have. Those people could have took that as a threat, even if he didn't mean it as a threat. Oh, mm-hmm. you adding this thing? This the nigga who's supposed to be coming for me? I'm gonna go find that nigga. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. Exactly. So uh, he tried to clean it up, and I'll, I'll you know, to, to book in this, I'll read the, the second quote. Um, and let me play a little clip from, because th- these dudes did make a video uh, after stealing his chain. So I'm going to play a little bit of this. These rappers ain't feeling me. I had to kick in the door, robbing niggas in the industry. Snatch niggas chains, they don't got the same energy Yeah, I'm the one you need to know about Cause nigga, they envy me Yeah, we was in that telly, boy, you wasn't on shit Yeah, you was on the floor, you was looking like a whole bitch Yeah, man's ran on you, nigga, why be in my dick? Dick, why be in? So then, so that was, that was from, uh, from, uh, Jay Prince's quote Saying, let me, I'll read this whole thing I wanna wait, take wait, wait, hold on, what, what was that, uh, song? That was the video from it, it doesn't have a name to it. This is the video that these these dudes came out with after stealing his chain. So okay. their whole their whole end game was we gonna rob this nigga YBN from coming to our hood and we are gonna make a video about it and we are gonna get on behind this. So yeah, and and, and then here's another thing like bad press equals success. Virality over substance. Yep. By Jay Prince. Making that video, he kind of legitimizes them and gives make, them all type of. Yeah, let's correct I mean, that. Yeah, make, I mean, make, not making the video, but making the the post. Like him calling them out is actually bringing way more attention to them and their crew and what they're doing than they would have otherwise probably ever had. Right. So let me read. They're trying to. They're they're goating him, and he gave them exactly what they wanted. But go ahead. Right, so let me go ahead and read the book into this. So Jay Prince says. I want to take this time to clarify my message to the people I tagged on my previous posts. Funk Flex, my son, Fred the God, OUNP1523, Artist HBTL, I am Cardi B, Hocus Sporty. <laughs> Cardi B, that's silly, man. Or Fat Joe, Real Swiss, and Remy Ma. Let me make myself clear. I was never asking of y'all for help in any capacity i don't need you i don't know you or trust any of y'all to do anything concerning the streets for me with that being said i witnessed the clown campaigning bragging and snitching on himself on a public video about robbing industry people in your backyard so i took it upon myself to alert the ones i have respect for it is clear to me that when that went over some of y'all's heads 
just for some clarity, I've been having ties in the Bronx and throughout New York for a long time. And now it's gotten even stronger with my youngsters. So don't give any other people I tag credit for what others earn because they are strangers to me other than music. To all of you so-called gangster clowns, there's a time and a place for everything. And I'm going to give you what you asked for. <laughs> to all of you that's trying to narrow down my message to me wanting to chain lacks the depth and understanding the real street niggas have. That's why you are all squares. There's a movement taking place by the timid and the weak that wants to change the meaning of strong to weak and the meaning of weak to strong. My track record speaks for itself. Lip wrestle with punks. I notice a lot of young men on the East Coast that like to invite men to suck on their private parts and call themselves gangsters. But real men don't invite other men to suck their dicks unless they're gay. I guess (laughs) if you ask to suck or you say, okay, you're going to get naked. Now that you know better, hopefully you punk-ass niggas will do better. Or maybe it feels good being a punk-ass nigga. I mean, see, if you wasn't such a square, you could understand that sentiment. What are you talking about? <laughs> you you would agree with Jay Prince, man. You're just a square, though. Like, uh, it is I, what it is. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> I, I'm sure Vale gonna be 100 percent uh, down with that, considering the homophobia and shit. Like, <laughs> I expect him to be jumping in like, "Fuck yeah!" There was no homophobia there, man. <laughs> so it is the nobody said it. It's just this is my whole point is this is more of like the phenomenon of social media that yeah. we're putting all this stuff out there for everybody to see, including the feds. You know, like. You, like even in the uh, book, get clean it. That's what get lost in. I'm a killer nigga if he come comfy stuff to me. Is is basically what if you read between those lines of what he's saying there, and it's like, yeah, but you can't, you can't really like read between the lines to incriminate somebody. Like that's that's the problem. And like a lot of people don't understand. Like, bro, you're not most stuff. You're not going to jail for unless there's a snitch involved. And sometimes that snitch can be yourself. That's what right. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, social media. You 100% can. Oh, you 100% can go to jail for sending a veiled threat. How the fuck you think they're catching all these mob people? Like, they get them on, on tape saying, like, using codes and shit. That's how they do wiretaps. Okay, yes. Like, oh, and this you know means what that. This means. But at the end of the day, if niggas keep their fucking mouth shut, ain't shit gonna happen. Niggas get no, scared bro. and go, shit, they got this shit, and somebody ends up snitching, bro. No, it's always see, a snitch it, involved. Yeah, it's, it's always a snitch, always regardless. Snitching. But even if it wasn't, like, you being without on... Without snitch, um, they ain't got no shit. Bro, if, if you caught on tape saying, Less, somebody got an 86, that nigga, and then... He turns up dead, yeah. and they're watching you, and they see, oh, these people got into it. He said that, and now he turned up dead. Bro, they don't even need you on tape. Like, right. they could fucking put it in your just Instagram do it off of circum- circumstantial shit. Like, people get convicted off of little to no evidence all the time. Like, <laughs> it's what conspiracies call. Yeah, and that's yeah, exactly. What, that's yeah. what you're doing on Instagram now. You are like, it's like if somebody would end up dead behind this shit. That's all the evidence they need. Like, now let's go to the fucking swipe guy shit, man. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Swipe guy. Oh, yeah, let me play some of that. What, what was that? The 80, 80s freestyle. Pussy niggas selling off they like can't even stay afloat. Ain't nobody gave me shit, nigga, I'm the goat. Nah, nigga, I ain't just swiping, I get niggas hope. 
All right, so for those not familiar with uh, Swipe Goat, his rapper name is Self Made Cash. And uh, Self Made. Yeah, he, he started from the bottom, pulled himself up from his bootstraps. But the feds, in fact, say he is not. So, <laughs> the I'm looking at this article, and the first it opens up with, scamming people was like an art. First, you get their bank identification number. Then you get their account information. Then you go to Walmart or a gas station ATM, take out hundreds and hundreds of dollars, which can be thrown in the air like confetti or fanned out at a parking lot as though it was a canvas. You got to know how to paint self-made cash. Using the apparent metaphor for his hustle, told uh, the Detroit talk show host. And he's from the fucking Detroit. I forgot about that shit. You got to be an artist. It's like gang, gang. Gang, But look, so he's doing this whole thing and he's on, he's on social media talking about how he's so prolific at it. And as it turns out, he's really wasn't like the feds. Of course, caught him, and everybody was saying, "Oh, like he's just telling." I've never seen somebody snitch on themselves so much. Like, where the fans at? Where the fans at? <laughs> it turns out the fans were the ones following him. They were on his Instagram too, like getting all of this evidence, like stacking it up, and they knew the whole operation. And he was even like spreading the the gospel of swiping, so you could call it. Like he was charging people to put them on to show them how to do the shit. And we're getting this from the feds. And the funny part about that is he wasn't actually giving them any good information. He was scamming the would-be scammers. So, like, is, is that maybe him stopping crime? Like, I wonder if they're going to, like, uh, have some time off incentives for that. <laughs> but I saved y'all. <laughs> so so I just started following on Instagram. What? So his, his most recent, well, his second of most recent post is, they're either using you, helping you, or watching you. <laughs> so stay fucking free, sucker free, man. This shit promising. Yeah, so I guess the he would be the user, the feds or the watchers, and um, He's everybody else's people helping him get on, like by giving him right. their bank information. <laughs> Y'all are the helpers. <laughs> That's your best, though, bro. <laughs> but. So, yeah, his real name. I'm not even gonna put his government out there. Um, I guess you could find it if you want it. But he was charged with uh, multiple charges of wire fraud, aggravated identity theft, and more. After the feds apparently watched his YouTube videos and stalked his Instagram page, where the emoji savvy prosecutors figured out the combination of symbols he regularly used was code for ghost swiper. That's not making them, them look good. Like. Goat and then credit card. Come on, man! Like he claimed to be a sophisticated credit card fraud when in fact he is not. The feds wrote. Prosecutors described him in his music. Wait, prosecutors describe him in his music and on social media. Woods purports to be the greatest swiper of all time, 
meaning he is prolific in credit card fraud. He calls his style swipe music and seems about and sings about credit cards and money so much that another interviewer once asked him, "Is it a new genre of music?" Cash says, "Yes, yes." <laughs> I just got to read one more of his recent posts, man. Go ahead, go ahead. He said, how can you hate on a nigga getting his own bands? Because <laughs> it's so playing. I counted oh forward, slide over. Tell me how much y'all think this none. Then he got a big stack of money. Then he hashtags Mona Lisa. Fuck niggas. It's a lot of fake love. Hashtag self me for life. <laughs> Mona Lisa to me ain't nothing but a bitch. Fuck the great Rick Ross. I mean, Officer Ricky, my bad. <laughs> Officer Ricky, right. Let me let me get this off about uh, self-made cash, man. First off, hey, get your shit off. First off, man, shout out to self-made cash. Shout out to the whole city of Detroit, man. I hope he gets those uh, just Let's uh let's pray he get lawyered up and beat them charges, man. And uh, you know, what I mean, cat is uh, homie is definitely self-made. You know, what I mean, allow me to explain. All right, with the credit card fraud thing, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you know what I mean? You steal somebody's account, you steal their money, you know what I mean? The person noticed that some money was spent from their account or taken from their account. They call the bank and they say, hey, that wasn't me. They get their money back. And then, you know, the bank got to investigate stuff. So at the end of the day, he gets some money from the banks who've been robbing us for years anyway and are still robbing us anyway. So, mm-hmm. fuck the banks. Mm. Fuck the banks, man. Shout out to Self Made Cash, man. Uh, he also, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not, uh, not going to go out here and publish Some John Dillinger shit, huh? Like, he Robin Hood. Yeah, he basically is Robin Hood. All the swipers and no, scammers out there. Robin Hood gave back to the Porto. He's giving it to Gucci and uh, nah, the rich people. That's not the he way to give it back for the music. That's not the <laughs> that's his contribution. <laughs> that ain't the way the game work. That ain't the way the, the way the game work all the time. But I ain't gonna give it. niggas hope, man. What you talking about? Oh, he just white. Hey, he giving you know niggas what? hope. <laughs> he did. They are. They I... do give niggas hope, man. Y'all look. I'm not gonna get into the details of the shit or whatever because I'm not a nigga that like to talk too much. But yeah. they do give that's niggas hope, and it is hope out here. Like it's a lot of niggas that was doing fraud that didn't got on. I mean, that's how Kodak Black got on. Nobody gets the American dream the legal way, right? Every rich white person you see mm-hmm. who got them, they stole it or they did mm-hmm. some type of legal shit to get there, whether yeah. it was bootlegging from back in the day or it was Monopoly related or whatever. They did Ooh. some illegal shit. They got wealth and now they doing it the legal way. And that's how everybody get on, man. So you the medical marijuana industry. Hit a good stop right here. Put in that Chris Rock. Behind every great fortune is a great crime. And the saying is, behind every great fortune is a great crime. Behind every great fortune is a great crime. And there's some truth to that because some of the richest, most powerful people in the United States are the descendants of drug dealers. Your Kennedys, your Brothmans, it's all drug money. They call it bootlegging, but that's just a white word that means drug dealing, okay? They didn't sell boots. They sold the crack of their day, okay? They killed cops and kids, and that's cool, good for them. Now, when it's time for other people to come up and acquire wealth, you know, the rules change. And one of the number one rules in America when it comes to acquiring wealth goes like this. The rule is only the white man can profit from pain. Only the white man can profit 
from pain. So if you're black or brown, you can make money in America. You can prosper in America. You can get rich in America. But whatever you decide to do, it better be positive. Only the white man can profit from pain, okay? White man makes alcohol. Tastes great. I love it, you love it, we all love it. Kills motherfuckers every single day, okay? Some of y'all ain't even gonna make it home tonight because of alcohol. Gonna be driving home, oh man, that Chris Rock show is funny. Oh shit! But it's all right, because it's all white. Facts. Bell the Furious never spurious. Yeah, Val, you you definitely got a valid point, man. Like I remember uh, that happened to me where uh, somebody put a skimmer on the ATM. Like I went there, I called the bank, I had to jump through a few hoops, but they gave me my shit back, and I wasn't mad at the nigga at all. Like I, I've been like, oh, shit, man. I ain't finna go too far <laughs> with that. But <laughs> like, I know plenty of people who done bought shit from swipers. Like they they go buy a whole bunch of shit. But alone. Go sell it to the hood half price like it. But yeah, you that's that's everybody wins the most it. like a victimless crime that I could kind of think of. Like if everybody get their shit back, who you hurting but the banks who got the insurance on the shit anyway? Shout They're out not coming out of pocket for that. Shout out to FDIC, man. You know yeah. who hurting trees and tree huggers, man. But and you know what he he said. The only thing he couldn't figure out was why the hometown wasn't showing him love. The city don't want to embrace me, he said, and I don't know why. Detroit, he pleaded at the end of the interview, don't give up on me. Yeah, bro, like, I, you know what? Another conversion of thought, man. Make your swipe dreams come true, man. Free, free to swipe guy. Free to, free to swipe guy. Uh, I don't know, man. Little money, man. I get it. Little money get his money to clean green way, man. I do too, man. Everybody like, does, man. No black person does any crime, man. Let me say that there. Let me be the first to say that on their own wax. No black people do any crime, man. We all innocent. You know what I mean? Free all, all, innocent, of <laughs> all of us. Man. And shout out to the black men out there that's still not cheating, which is all of us, too, man. Exactly. Black men don't cheat. Like, that's a man, well known fact. Black men don't commit crimes. Jigger Kelly not guilty. Oh, man, you, oh, you had to make it nasty. Right. <laughs> oh, he fucked up, boys. <laughs> 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 Kelly is a dark-skinned white man. For the... <laughs> yeah. he, he got reverse vitiligo, man. Reverse vitiligo, yes. I'm rolling with that. Eight. Since he was eight, man, check the baby bitches. And look, like, and I'm, I'm just going to put this out there. Like, everybody said Mike had vitiligo, and he was a black man. He proud to be black or whatever. But, like, have you seen his kids? A black man can't produce those type of babies. Like, I think Mike might have been white the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Mike might have been a white man. Not about to get white people, Michael Jackson. Hey man, they can have it. Have, have you seen his kids? Are those his kids? Those aren't his kids. Clearly, those are not his kids. They can't sing. Michael Jackson piped down that nanny and had two kids. Man, come on now. Where is the talent at from these motherfuckers? I hear nothing. Yeah. His hey, whole family can sing. Paris is oh, an actress, awesome. man. Okay, but what Joe Jackson could see. Have you ever Mike, but they don't have Bro. a Joe in their life. That's what it is. Right. Joe could sing. The whole fucking all the brothers could sing. All the sisters can sing. I ain't heard these kids sing. I'm not his kids. 
there's no way that Gene got all his brothers and sisters and then skipped his fucking kids, man. The man, his kids. What about some white babies? Again, kids? they didn't have Joe. Joe beat that talent into them. <laughs> they ain't come out knowing how to sing. If that's from hitting them high pitched noises, getting that ass, I'm like, ah! <laughs> Let's see. That's where that came from. Oh, so she is an actress, huh? Yeah, in, see? She's in the inter- in entertainment she, industry. She got credited for leaving Neverland. Oh, that's dirty. <laughs> that's dirty as fuck. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's trash, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that's funny. All right, so moving on. This isn't just uh, something that's attributed to or this happening to stupid people well no i'm not gonna say stupid but but just lower people who don't have a lot of influence it's actually going on in politics right now and to quote van jones he said uh fdr was the first radio president jfk emerged as the first television president barack obama broke through as the first internet president next up prepare to meet donald trump possibly the first social media and reality tv president now, social media isn't inherently bad. This president just happens to represent the worst of it. And to follow that with reality TV, who's known, like reality TV is known for being brash, known for being the craziest, most outrageous shit is what gets you the attention and what what gets you noticed. So that's what they cater to they cater to the audience who wants that and it couldn't be more applicable to anybody else like he hit it the nail right on the head and just like social just the 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 correlation between social media and reality tv is that social media allows you to create your own reality one of the things like it's it's great if you're using social media for good to bring people together um, and to promote positive, you know, behaviors and inclusiveness. However, what Trump is most known or 45 rather is most known for in his in his social media usage is committing stochastic terrorism, which is defined as the public demonization of a person or group. You can put any group in there. You can put in media. You can put in Mexicans. You can put in Muslims. Um, And this resulting in the incitement of a violent act, which is statistically probable, but whose specifics cannot be predicted. And let me give you just a little taste of what that sounds like. Thousands of criminal aliens pouring into our country. They're not people. These are animals. Our country will be overrun. Take a look at the death and destruction that's been caused by people coming into this country. The death and destruction caused by people that shouldn't be here. These are animals. They're coming into our country. They're not people. These are animals. They're animals. What was the name? Animals. Otherwise, you have millions and millions of people pouring into our country. So the Democrats want open borders. Let everybody come in. Let everybody pour in. You'd have millions of people pouring through our border. When people pouring into our country. I'm angry when people pour across the border. 
If we took zero tolerance away, you would be overrun. We will be overrun with crime and with people that should not be in our country. Violent criminals, criminal illegal aliens, dangerous criminal illegal immigrants, criminal aliens, thousands of criminal aliens, Democrat-backed loopholes, including catch and release. We got to get rid of catch and release. Close the catch and release loopholes. We are going to end catch and release. All right, so there you have it. And that was from over a year ago. So that's not even <laughs> half of the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. And what it leads to is his supporters going to social media, going to the Twitters, going to the Facebooks, going to the four and eight chans and less reputable ones than that. And you get a, a echo chamber, a bubble effect. And that's an environment in which a person encounters only beliefs or opinions that coincide with their own so that their existing views are reinforced and alternative ideas are not considered. If it sounds familiar, it should, because we've been over this with the mob mentality. It's the same type of thing. So you look at the effects of that. Like you got the most recent one, the New Zealand shooter. So hold on, let me... All right, so I'm in this particular article. It says, as most of the world condemned last week's mass shooting in New Zealand, a contrary storyline emerged on 8chan, the online message board where the alleged shooter announced the attack and urged others to continue the slaughter. Who should I kill? One anonymous poster wrote, I have never been this happy, wrote another. I'm ready. I want to fight. To the experts on extremism, the extremism, the performance echoed another brand of terrorism that carried out by Islamic militants who have long used the web to mobilize followers and incite violence. Their tone, tactics and propaganda were eerily similar. The biggest difference was their ambitions, a white supremacist uprising instead of a Muslim jihad. So that's just it. Like if we look at this as the same way we looked at Islamic terrorism, which is all off the... You can't go online and find that shit just with a quick Google search. That shit is on the dark web. That shit is deep down because the FBI is on that shit. They, like, 80% of what the FBI is doing is Islamic-based terrorism, which doesn't really happen as much as the good old home white people shit. And the good thing about this is they have the tools like they have the tools to fucking get in here get in there and use the same way that they're uh stop they kind of stumped out and the social media platforms flag that shit and get rid of it when it comes to islamic shit but when it's white supremacy oh it's free speech now but it's it's crazy, man. And like the, the next one too, like, and it's not just that one. The the last guy, you got the synagogue shooter. The sh the shooter that happened in um what was it, Pittsburgh? Mm -hmm. He was on a, a group like a, a Facebook shit, and he turned to Facebook and the man accused of killing oh no, he was turned away from Facebook, but he went to this other site that I'm not gonna give away because 
they, I don't want to give them no shine, but it was like a two-year-old social network that built itself as the free speech alternative to the Facebooks and the Twitters, because they actually started banning those people and fucking uh, flagging them for hate speech and all that shit. But the neo-Nazis and the extremists, they kind of ran to this, and he put in, he went there and said, uh, the particular Jewish center he shot up, they, he said that they like to bring invaders in to kill our people. I can't sit by and watch my people get slaughtered. Screw your optics. I'm going in. Going in. Going in. I'm going in. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I would put the drop. Nah, I'm, I refuse. I'm not, I'm not going that <laughs> far. <laughs> I'm not going that far. Quick <laughs> question here, man. Why y'all, why y'all calling Trump 45, man? What's up with that? Y'all want to say his name? Yeah, fuck that name, man. <laughs> He's I not giving him more shots. The 45 All right, so 45. So are we saying that 45's tweets are the reason white people are acting like white people? Uh, no. What we're saying is he he's pushing the culture to be more accepting of extremism. And all these people, like, what did and Andrew Gillum say? Like, uh, and he wasn't referencing Trump. He was referencing the uh, governor of Florida. But he was saying, I'm not saying he's a racist, but the racists think he's a racist. That's enough. So that's giving them more more of a firm ground like the ceo of that particular social media network that this um the shooter in pittsburgh who shot up the synagogue the ceo of the platform that he went to spread that shit out on he defended himself and his social network and you know where he went he didn't go to cnn he didn't go to fox he kept it inside the bubble he went to yo boy he went to alex jones in Infowars. The same dudes who was talking about the Sandy Hook shit is a conspiracy. Who get who about to have to try and prove that shit in court? <laughs> Let's see how that turns out. But those are the type of people who listen to that shit. Well, what's some other shit he said? Um. All right, uh, University of Washington assistant professor Kate Starboard, who studies the online conspiracies and misinformation, and asked what was the responsibility social media had to bear in real life events and responded, I think there is the responsibility. The question is actually difficult because I don't think we can assign responsibility to one thing. There's a lot of different factors that are converging at one time. They didn't go on to name that specific social media uh, platform, but they did say that some people are purposefully using social media as a radicalization tool. We're seeing social media act as one channel of radicalization five years ago we're talking about isis now we're talking about white supremacy ethno-nationalism and other things so it's telling you right there it's a tool and a president is that same tool he's a tool in the same way that these fucking that alex jones is a tool the same way that fucking rush limbaugh is a tool with the with the fucking dog whistles and they're taking those things that they're continuously spouting out over and over and over again to to the point that it's become propaganda and they're they're kicking it to other people who who go further than the president can go where he has to say things will get bad very bad they'll tell you exactly what's gonna fucking happen and other people will listen to that and they're gonna carry that shit out like case in point you got uh 
the the pipe bomb guy. What what was his name? Um, Caesar Say Sayak Sayak mm-hmm. Sayak. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but he's a 56 year old Florida man, and he was arrested for Florida man. There we go. Florida man is responsible for a large percentage of abnormal incidents that occur in Florida. Think of him as a alt-right Johnny Appleseed. No one knows his true identity, date of birth, what he looks like. That's why headlines always say Florida man. Florida man shoots unarmed black teenager. Florida man bursts into ex's delivery room and fights new boyfriend as she's given birth. Florida man steals a car, goes to checkers. Florida man beats a flamingo to death. Florida man found eating another man's face. No. Yes. No. Yes, it's true. No. Him, the state government, fucking cahoots. Why would anyone even do that? <laughs> to prevent black people from coming to and or registering to vote in Florida. Uh, come on. Of course. Yeah. Arrested for sending the pipe bombs to prominent Democrats all around the country. And not just Democrats, but the the fake news media, who's the enemy of the state, he sent it to them, like C- CNN pundits, like just all type of shit. And, and here's just an example of one of his t- tweets. This is to uh, Senator Biden. Hug your loved son, niece, wife, family real close every time you walk out your home. And then he attached an aerial view of Joe Biden's home with a tar with a target superimposed on it. Yes, bro. The same day he tweeted several menacing images at Biden, including one of a sheep being beheaded and another of severed legs. See you soon, TikTok. Shit, TikTok. TikTok. That's the nigga who doing that shit. He's sending no that that last one was to Eric uh Eric Holder. Carrie. This is to John Kerry. Shut your criminal mouth before you vanish with all BS crap. Like he and you saying, okay, well, yeah, well, you can't really blame Trump. This nigga's obviously fucking crazy. But again, you don't have to specifically say, hey, go out and target these motherfuckers. If they think you're saying that, like if they're thinking you're saying that and you know that and you're still doing the same shit. And then also... You got um. Uh, Wait, real quick before we move on. Like so, so these these are some shit he's shooting to Trump. Like, cause they'll say, oh, it's not connected. But happy birthday, the greatest results disruptor in chief president ever. Trump, 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 unconquered oh. Seminole, McCusky tribe, Seminole, Hard Rock, worldwide, millions of customers, American, whatever. Happy birthday, the greatest president ever trump 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 seventh day it is the day thanks to god great spirit delivery greatest president ever donald trump like so he's not voting for president trump for his tax policies for the rich he's for all this bullshit that's who's talking to him that's where he's going with it and you can't intelligently say that it's not linked that it doesn't have any connection it's crazy. What? So one of those tweets you just read, somebody aimed something at, at Biden and his kids or Biden's kids. Yeah, it was. Um, so this is white on white violence we're talking about. <laughs> Pretty much. Sound like it's a personal problem for them, man. They'll figure it out. 
Eric Holder's black. Eric Holder's black. Yeah, that, that's um attorney general. Not not a, yeah, he was the attorney general for Obama. <laughs> he was the one who was going super hard on civil rights violations and the um, police uh no opened up all type of federal investigations into police misconduct. All yeah. right, man. This might be slightly off topic, but it's a part of the story. I followed I you know, I started following the swipe guy just because. And then I got a follow from Swipe Plug. I ain't just swiping, I get niggas hoping. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bids, methods, etc. FaceTime me, come get a bag with me 100. No, I'm not following you back, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the game just continues, man. Oh, man. You take down the swipe guy, and now you got to deal with Marlo, man. <laughs> now these niggas about to be out here reckless. <laughs> That's just the feds, man. Wow. All right, so look. Now, the question is, what do y'all think the social media, uh, their level of responsibility is for allowing this shit to fester on their networks. Mm. It's absolutely none, man. Let me open up and get on that, man. First off, people can say what they want to say, right? That's freedom of speech, so-called, whatever. I mean, like, look, Mark Zuckerberg's an asshole and a dick shit, don't get me wrong. And uh, whoever owns Snapchat is, too. Right? So, uh... And Twitter even more so. Oh? Twitter even more so. Because he yeah. said he, he, the Dorsey guy uh, said that Trump is no worse than Barack Obama. <laughs> right. But go ahead, man. My bad. I, I can't really disagree with say I disagree with that that quote though. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro, come on, man. If we're like, what is what is Trump really doing, bro? Like, people always harping on Trump. Let me just say this, man. I prefer my white people like Trump, right? I like the the type of white people I like around me is the type of white people who clench their wallet when I'm walking by. You know, they give me that I will call the police on you if you try something, smile. You know what I mean? Those are the type of white people I prefer around me, not the white people that's pretending to be my friend and all that other type of bullshit. Yeah, you know what that's facts. Like, you know what I mean? But back to the social media thing, like, bro, that's not their fault. Let people say what they want to say. Let them post what they want to post. Like, it's, it's the 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 people who start social media is not their job to bring people to justice of the courts. If Trump's breaking the law, right, then that's up to the the so-called authorities to indict him and bring him to the courts, right? And it's just like they do with anybody. Just like they do with anybody else who self-incriminate themselves on social media. So like, they are right, see, we, what, of the it's a business. Is you're you're conflating. Uh self-incrimination like being guilty of a crime with being with a social media uh, network enforcing its own guidelines all these social media networks have guidelines against hate speech and against threats like mm -hmm. it, there was kind of a um it was it kind was, of tongue in cheek but there was a push when trump was threatening nuclear war with north korea like hey twitter doesn't this violate your uh, terms of use against threats, <laughs> like, and it, it was legit, like, but well, somebody got to re report it. Say what? Somebody got to report that, don't they? Like, no, social no, media? No, they don't. They, 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 one hundred percent don't. But you sure? About that? Like, you, you, they. If you type some shit, like, 
they'll see it and ban it. Like, no, nah, this isn't appropriate. Blah, blah, blah. It don't necessarily mean somebody reported you. But again, like, you don't have to. Uh, free speech doesn't cover social media. You have the right to free speech. You can say whatever the fuck you want, and you can't go to prison for that. But that doesn't mean Twitter has to allow you to have an account on their on their uh, on their platform. Facebook doesn't have to allow you to have an account, and that's what you're coming to. Like when they're banning these people, they're saying, "No, we don't have to allow you to push this hatred and." That's in turn turning into actual real world viol- real world violence. Mm-hmm. And th- that new social media network I was t- telling you about, where uh, all the um, all the neo Nazis and shit were flocking to, because they could post whatever the fuck they wanted and weren't getting reported and banned and shit. What happened with them is they were hosted by Microsoft Azure, or previously, they actually cut ties with them for the anti-Semitic posts and. The the people like Amazon web hosting. I'm I'm not sure the people are gonna be familiar with this, but Amazon Amazon doesn't make the majority of their money. Like the vast majority of their money doesn't come from selling you fucking phone chargers and uh, car accessories. It comes from web hosting. So when you get a Netflix, Netflix has to send their internet traffic somewhere. They send it to Amazon. Kind of funny because they got Amazon Prime, but. All these, like, and they own, like, 90% of the internet. Like, they can shut whatever they want down. They can refuse to host that site. They can take a moral stance that if you're going to continue to do this, that's in turn creating these real-life fucking massacres and spreading white nationalism throughout the fucking globe, we're not going to host you. Simple as that. I'm not violating your rights. It's my company, my plant. Just like you said, they got the freedom to do whatever the fuck they want. Why not do that? I guess, man, but they let social media lets people post people getting killed all day. Like there's yeah. videos I mean, of people uh, shot dead so all over all over social media. Why? What's yeah, the, the harm? Is shooting. The New Zealand shooting was on was on Facebook Live, man. Like thousands of people watched it before it was eventually taken down. I think I think that's more problematic than some tweets. You know what I mean? The videos that they let go viral. But the tweets is no, bro. creates the videos. The tweets exactly. is what you said, the echo chamber. People putting this information out there in a vacuum. People retweeting that. You getting reinforced on these fucked up thoughts you have about society and getting egged on by people that follow you to say, yeah, do that shit. Like, what was that? What? Fuck it, dog, do it. Right, right. Pop <laughs> yeah. that nigga dog, do it. Pop that nigga dog. Shout out to our nigga side nigga nigga, man. That's still one of the greatest songs I've ever heard, man. If you hear this, you got to find that shit. You got to release that, man. <laughs> That's basically what Twitter is to motherfuckers. They put that shit right. there, and then you got people saying, pop that nigga dog, do it. <laughs> And you see him in the field and you couldn't pop that nigga dog do it <laughs> but hey man we we running a little bit long so uh well final thoughts what what do y'all think do y'all think they should be get get held accountable or do y'all think they get a free pass Vel, you still roll you still rolling I still say they get a free pass because white people been being white people long before social media got to here. If they don't get egged on on social media, then they gonna meet up and do it the Christopher Columbus way, man. Like, it's no stopping that. It's in their bloodline. Christopher Columbus 
had kids who kids raised kids who raised some kids who kids are still alive today. White people gonna be white people, man. You can't stop it. I mean, and you know, to 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 add to your your point, Vale, it, it's. I think no. I think you should have that free speech. It, it, you know, it should be out there on that platform because now, in the same way, we were able to. They were able to attract what Swipe God did. They able to track what the Snapchat murderer did. You can now track what these people are saying. They're putting it out there in the open. Social media has created this platform where people are willfully sharing these this incriminating information, and it's better to have it out in the open. Um, unfortunately, it does have these externalities that are happening in well, these on. murders and, wait, on, and on, being on, put on. on. Hey, it's hey, going wait, to wait, 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 hold on. You, uh, you, it was connection fucked up. So go from uh, when I started saying, hey, hold on. So, yeah, like what Bill's saying, like it's going to happen either way. But now with um, it being out there on social media, we're able to track it much the way they got. They got the guilty self-made cash and they got the Snapchat murderer out there. You know, both of those people from Michigan. Now you're able to get people that are in New Zealand plotting these murders and, and seeing all the connections between them and the people that are egging them on to do it. You would think in this. I'm going to leave it with this. But here's the problem with that. When it's coming from the very top, when it's coming from the president and that type of radical energy is feeding his base. He doesn't want it to stop. What he did was, number one, the FBI was already focusing 90% of their fucking time on Islamic terrorism. But the terrorist, the, the division that was supposed to be watching the domestic shit, he sliced their budget. They're working on a skeleton crew. They really don't have the people to do any of that. And that's because that's what he wants. So you would think that in a country that's being run by not a white supremacist who would be in these same echo chambers and might even be a fucking shooter if he wasn't a fucking billionaire. Like, when you have him running the actual government, it's not going to happen. So knowing that, I feel the social media people, these tech people, they have to take some responsibility from what's going on because it's costing people lives. Yeah. All right, friends and followers, retweeters and algorithm beaters. Uh, you've now witnessed another episode of Anthropology where we mind and mind culture. Today we discuss social media and how everybody is blinded by the likes. Uh, we, we will continue this discussion moving forward, diving a bit deeper in our next episode. Uh, but yeah, he, he, you know, for, for the uh, Anthropophages out there, this is Lou Money, the Silk Man, El Doso, Blaze Slip, Silkwood, just silkiness. Signing off with his compadres in Detroit, Bell Furious, the greatest, and my man uh, Louis Newton. Signing off. All right, so make sure you subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever else podcasts are seen, and make sure you leave a review at anthropology at gmail.com uh, for your chance to get shouted out on our podcast. Till then. Continue to mind and mind the culture and keep it locked with anthropology. Peace. Peace. Peace.